KMTT, Kimitzion, Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim. www.kimitzion.org Having a new week. Today is Monday. As on every Monday, today's shiur will be the shiur in the mitzvah Ashavuit, the weekly mitzvah, Harav Binyamin Tavori. This week's parsha, we read Ve'ele Toledot Yitzchak ben Avraham, Avraham holidet Yitzchak. The redundancy of the statement that this is the generations or the history of Yitzchak, the son of Avraham, Avraham was the father of Yitzchak, is blatant and addressed by many mefarshim. I'd like to begin by explaining an idea that Rav Salavechik proposed in a book written in his name called Chamesh Rashot and go on from there to explain the mitzvah of teaching Torah to others as well. Rashi, as is well known, said, explained this redundancy by saying that the Leitzane Hador, the scoffers of the generation, said, The literal translation would be that Sarah became impregnated by, by Avimelech. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in his infinite wisdom, caused Yitzchak to be the identical twin of Avraham Avinu. Rashi therefore explains, this is the tolda of Yitzchak ben Avraham, it was obvious, apparent that Avraham holds Yitzchak. This somehow silenced the scoffers who saw that Yitzchak was so identical to Avraham, obviously Avraham was indeed the father. Rav Salavechik asked, would you call these people scoffers, leitzanim? I would rather call them rishayim. I would call them rather evil people to slander in such a way to defame the character of Avraham and Sarah is libelous, scandalous, and not just mockery. The Rav suggested another question that what did the scoffers really say? Avram was too old to have a child. But didn't they realize that Sarah, who was 90 years old, was obviously pregnant, obviously had a child? So if that could happen, that seems so much more strange than saying that Avimelech was the father of Sarah because Avram was not capable. If a woman is capable at 90 years old of bearing a child, then it's not so far removed from possibility that Avram could indeed be the father. The Rav explained, as I said, in written in his name in Chamesh Terashot, that book that was writ- originally written in the, the original Yiddish, in Field Roshes, and later it became translated both in Hebrew into English. The Rav said that the scoffers were indeed scoffers, they never denied the physical facts that Avram was the father of Sarah, of, of Yitzchak. What they did deny is the conceptual understanding of fatherhood and asked, what does it mean to be a father? Physically, you can be a father. But what about the spiritual nature of fatherhood? A father is not just supposed to be someone who brings a child into the world but it's supposed to be a one, someone 
who will carry the tradition, who will teach him his values, his ethics. Now, we talk today about generation gaps. Can you imagine a greater generation gap than Avraham, who was a hundred years older than his son? The late Sane Hadar were scoffers. They said, Perhaps we could interpret that metaphorically. Not that Avimelech actually impregnated Sarah, but this child is going to be the product of Avraham, of Avimelech, and not Avraham. When Avimelech, when Avraham first propagated the concept of monotheism, there were people who were, might have been threatened by such a concept, but when they saw that Avraham was living to a ripe old age, but had no children, Therefore, they felt his tradition will not continue. There is no descendant of his who will continue his teachings. But then, Avram becomes a father. So, perhaps, the generation will be more afraid. Now, there will be a continuation of his tradition. And the Leitzanim, the Skafri, said, Don't worry, this child will be born to the generation, to the milieu of Avimelech, to all the ethics or lack of ethics, to all the values or lack of values that we find in the generation of Avimelech. And we don't have to worry about it. But we see that Yitzchak was, resembled Avraham. We don't have to interpret necessarily that he was the spitting image of Avraham in physical looks. But what we do see is that Yitzchak continues in the exact same path of Avimelech, of Avraham and not of Avimelech. Yitzchak goes back, Vayashov Yitzchak Vayachpor et Beirot HaMayim Asher Chafurav Deyavi Bimei Avraham Aviv. Yitzchak goes back to redill those original wells that were dug by Avraham. And we'll look carefully in the Pasuk. It says, People had covered those wells. Now the wells to us always have a significance, have some sort of an allusion to water, which is the sign of Torah. Mayim is Torah. The Be'eros of Avraham may represent the spiritual teachings of Avraham. And the Plishtim felt, okay, they were dug, but we can cover them up. They are no longer valid. But then they see Yitzchak redigging those same wells. And as the Pasuk emphasizes, He calls them the same names that Avraham called them. He continues in the exact same pa- pattern of Avraham Avinu. The Rav then pointed out, the next Pasuk says, Then, the argument begins. Until now, they could scoff. They could just ignore the issue of Avraham Avinu because they said there's no continuation. But once Avraham had a physical child, and then we saw that Avraham holided Yitzchak, he fulfilled another part of parenthood. There's physical parenthood and spiritual parenthood. Avraham was privileged at the age of a hundred to fulfill both. First, Ve'ele toldot Yitzchak ben Avraham, 
Yitzchak was the physical son of Avraham, but indeed, spiritually, Avraham molded Yitzchak. Avraham was the father of Yitzchak in a spiritual sense. He imparted to him the values of Torah, the learning of Torah. I'd like to discuss the concept of teaching Torah in general to others. There is obviously a mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The Rambam in Sefer HaMitzvahs, in Mitzvah Hey, when he talks about Avodah Hashem to the nth degree, which is generally accepted to mean tefillah, according to the Rambam, Eizahu Yavodah Shebalev HaVeyomer Zetfilah, the essence of Avodah Shebalev, the essence of divine service, is davening. The Rambam says there also, that Yeshomim, some people quote differently, the essence of Avodah Hashem is Talmud Torah. And when we look in the Rambam to see the definition of Mitzvah's Talmud Torah, and the source of Mitzvah's Talmud Torah, it seems to be a very strange thing. The Rambam, in a number of places, but we'll begin with Sefer HaMitzvahs, in Mitzvah Yud Aleph of Sefer HaMitzvahs, the Rambam says, there's a Mitzvah, now we must remember the Sefer HaMitzvahs was written in Arabic, as opposed to the Mishnah Torah, which was written in Hebrew. Since my knowledge of Arabic is non-existent, I don't know what it said in the original. But the Rambam there discusses the mitzvah of teaching and learning. Exactly which precedes which in the order of the Rambam is, depends upon the text that I read in the, in the translation. So I really don't know which one comes first. But they are all included in one mitzvah. The mitzvah of learning Torah and teaching Torah are all one mitzvah. And what's the source for it? So, We'll read the Rambam now in Hilchas Talmud Torah in the Mishnah Torah, which was written in Hebrew, and therefore, provided we have the exact text of the Rambam, I can deal with on an easier level. The Rambam says Hilchas Talmud Torah, and he quotes two mitzvahs that are in Hilchas Talmud Torah. The first, the one that we are going to discuss, is Lilmod Torah, to study Torah. Surprisingly enough, the Rambam begins with the opposite of Lulmo Torah. The Rambam begins with saying, who is exempt from Torah. Nashim ba'avadim patuim Torah. Women are exempt. Avadim will not discuss. Women and avadim are exempt from Tamu Torah. Aval, katan aviv chayav lelamdo Torah. Shenema v'limadtem otamet b'neichem l'dabirba. The Rambam says, a child, a minor, below the age of mitzvahs, a father is obligated to teach him Torah. And he quotes the Pasuk, In the Sefer Mitzvahs, he also quotes the Pasuk, The mitzvah of teaching your children in the Rambam, in the order of the halacha, comes before the halacha of learning yourself. Teaching others may very well be the essence and the primary aspect of Talmud Torah. The source of the Torah, in the Torah, of learning Torah, is in this parsha. I think very often when we would ask yeshiva fellows, we would ask people who learn, who know Torah, where does it say you have to learn Torah? They might quote the Pasuk, Vagita bo yaman valayla, that a person should be involved in Torah day and night. Of course, that Pasuk is not in Chamisha Chomshe Torah. It's not in Torah's Moshe, it's in Yoshua. What's the source in Torah's Moshe? that we have to learn Torah. 
So it's interesting. This pasuk for the matemotamet b'nechem basically says the mitzvah is to teach others. Vishinantam levanecha is basically to teach others. The Rambam counts one mitzvah of Talmud Torah, but he includes in it studying Torah, teaching Torah, and teaching Torah on two levels, on two types of levels. One, to your own children, levanecha, but as the Gemara explains, vishinantam levanecha, elu atalmidim. Banim are not just physical children, but they're spiritual children. When I teach talmidim, when I teach my students, it's as if I acquire children. They are banim. If you teach someone else's Torah, it's as if you gave birth to him. So, all this in the Rambam is included in the midst of Tamot Torah, but perhaps we could say that the Ikar, the essence of the, of the mitzvah, is to teach others. But there's also a mitzvah of teaching Torah. That in the Rambam itself does not seem that clear to me because the Koteret of Hilchas Torah says, Lilmod Torah, according to the text, as printed in the Rambam Frankel, the mitzvah is Lilmod Torah. So, but there's also an element of Lilame. The fact that the Rambam began the halacha with teaching, with teaching, the fact that the source of the Torah is teaching, leads me to think that perhaps the Iker of the mitzvah is actually to teach others. But as I said, the Rambam counts it all as one mitzvah. Interestingly enough, there are some Rishonim who count two separate mitzvahs. Rabbeinu Sadiagon seems to count two separate mitzvahs. One mitzvah of learning Torah and another mitzvah of teaching Torah. We could go even further. We could suggest that there are three separate mitzvahs. There's one mitzvah to study Torah, a second mitzvah to teach Torah to your own children, and the third mitzvah of teaching Torah to others, people who are not your children. To, we find an opinion of the Yireim, Rebbe Leazamimitz, really does have three different mitzvahs in his Sefer Yireim. In Mitzvah Reish Chafei, he has, and in the order of the, of the, of the Sefer, this actually comes as the first. Lamad bincha Torah Hashem mitzvotav. Teach your son the Torah and mitzvahs of God. And he quotes the Pasuk, Vishinantam Levanecha Vadibartabam. Later on, in the Urayim, in Mitzvah Reish Nun Dalit, the Urayim says, Talmud, the mitzvah of actually studying Torah. Siva HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shiyumudu Yitisarat HaTorah V'yamolo That Bnei Yisrael should study Torah and he uses the word Amal which we explain as Yegiya as in Yiddish Orvin to work hard in learning Torah. But then the Yireim has a third mitzvah. Mitzvah Reish Nun Vav Lilmod lelamed lishmar velasos tziva kadosh baruchu sheyilamdu Torah lechavreihem dechtiv limatemotamet benichem. The pasuk v'shinantam levanecha the Yireim interpreted to mean that you should teach your children, your own children. Lilmod yourself 
The Rambam also learns from Bulimatem Otam, from a pasuk Ulmatem Otam Ushmatem Nasotam that you have to learn Torah and fulfill Torah. The mitzvah of teaching others, the Rambam learns Bulimatem Otam et Bnei the Yireim. So the Yireim actually has three separate mitzvahs: one mitzvah to teach your own children, a separate mitzvah to teach other children, and the third mitzvah to study yourself. Now, it's interesting, where's the real source to say that a person has to study himself? As I said before, the Pasuk Vagita Yama Valayla is in Yoshua. The Psukim in the Torah that we are very familiar with from Kriyashma, Vishinantam Levanecha, Vlimatam Otamet Benechem, all refer to teaching children. Where do you know that you have to study yourself? So the Gemara in Kedushin says that in the Mishnah there that says there are three obligations of a father to child, there's an obligation of a father to give his son a, a bris, to give him a pidyon haben, and also to teach him Torah. The Gemara says that you have to teach your son Torah, as it says, you should teach your children. And if your father had not taught you, a person who has not studied Torah, his father never taught him. So he says, then he must learn himself. Dichtiv, as it says, and they quote, and I quote the exact Gumara as reading it, Vav Lamid Mem Dalit Tov. Rashi explains in Kedushin that this is another Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Ulamatem which is the Pasuk that I said, I quoted before, that the Uraim quoted before when said you should learn Torah, that apparently, according to that, that opinion, Rashi in, in the Gemara and the Yireim in the Halacha, in his Sefer Yireim, think that this is the source to study yourself, but there it seems to be that the essence of learning was to learn Torah, to fulfill the mitzvahs of the Torah. But we could have read the Gemara differently. When the Gemara says, if your father had not taught you, so then you have to learn yourself. And what could be the source for that? So I said, Vav Lamid Mem Dalit Tav Mem. And Rashi says, that's a different Pasuk. Perhaps we could suggest it's the exact same Pasuk. The Torah says, Vlimatem Osam Ezbenechem. I'm not referring to another Pasuk. I'm referring to the exact same Pasuk. And this is quoted in the Ran in Kedushin. The Ran says that to teach yourself is also included Vlimatem. Because a person has to teach others, then he's got to learn before he teaches others. So, apparently, according to this opinion, learning Torah yourself is almost a heksha mitzvah to teach others. Really, according to this opinion, we might explain that the essence of Tamil Torah is really, really to teach others. And that's why the Psukim and the Torah are all phrased, A person must automatically be in a situation where he can teach other people Torah. And that's the primary mitzvah. But he can't do that unless he learns first. So if your father taught you, fine. If not, then you have to learn yourself in order to fulfill this mitzvah of Vishinantam Levanecha. 
when I said v'shinantam levanecha or v'limatam otamet b'neichem, I include both children, your own physical children, and other children as well. Banecha elu ha'talmidim. When I say, when I say that you have to teach other people's children, so the mitzvah might be that it's one mitzvah, as we said in the Rambam, teaching your children and other children. According to others, it might be two separate mitzvahs. But even according to the Rambam, there's a distinction between teaching yourself your own children, and teaching other people's children. The Rambam says in Hilchas Tamatara, there, Perek Aleph Halacha Beis, Kishem she'adam chayav lelamedet beno, kachul chayav lelamedet ben beno. You have to teach your children, and not only do you have to teach your children, you have to teach your grandchildren. So the Rambam says, if that would be the case, then why does the Torah say a grandson And your son says, all children are included. You must teach everybody. So, the question is, why do you have to specify you have to teach your children if really you have to teach everyone? I said, according to the Yireim, there could be two separate mitzvahs. One of teaching your children and one of teaching other children. Your friends' children, other people's children. But according to the Rambam, that it's all one mitzvah, so what's this pecking order? What's the order of children, grandchildren, and others? So the Rambam says there's a halachic distinction. For your own children, you have to teach them yourself, and if you, but you're responsible for their education, and if they can't, if you can't teach them yourself, then you have to hire someone to teach them. But if other people's children, you, as much as you can teach them, you should teach them. But if you can't, if you're not capable, or if you don't have time, or whatever the reason you can't teach them, then you're allowed to have to ignore them and their parents bear the primary responsibility. So we've seen that there certainly is a mitzvah to teach your children. There certainly is a mitzvah to teach other children. Whether they're separate mitzvahs is a machlokas between the Ureim and others. The Ureim is the one that I know that has quoted three mitzvahs to teach your children other people's children, and to study yourself. But even according to the Rambam, that it's all one mitzvah, but yet there's an order of Kadima. First, you have to teach your children, your grandchildren, and then other people's children as well. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Daftzadites, a very disparaging remark about someone who doesn't teach others. The Gemara says that brings the pasuk kidvar Hashem bazar, a person who despised the word of God. And the Gemara says, the Gemara gives a number of examples of a person who may be included in this pejorative statement, dvar Hashem bazar, he despised God's word. Rabbi Meir says, halome Torah va'enam alamda zeu dvar Hashem bazar. Rabbi Meir says if a person studied Torah, but did not teach others, so he's included in this sentence of a person who despised the words of God. Why is that true? The person did study Torah. The answer seems to be that if a person loves something, 
he wants others to share in it. If a person appreciates something, then he wants other people to appreciate. Lahavdil, we know that uh, you read a joke, you hear a joke, or today in the email you receive some interesting article or letter, you send it on to your friends. Why? Because if you really enjoy it, if you feel that it means something to you, then your feeling is obviously to share it with others. A person who studies Torah but doesn't share it, apparently doesn't have a high regard, a high esteem, a love for the Torah which he studied. Yes, he's willing to fulfill the mitzvah, or perhaps he finds something in learning Torah, but he doesn't appreciate enough. We know, for example, by the mitzvah of Avas Hashem, the mitzvah of loving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That mitzvah, according to some interpretations, does not merely mean that you love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it should mean that you want others to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu too. Some Rishonim actually say this is the source for the mitzvah of conversion of Gerus. If there is such a mitzvah, not a mitzvah, is not the topic of the present shiur. But some people say that there's a mitzvah of Gerus based on Avas Hashem, a person who's really involved in Avas Hashem, who really loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu, wants to share this love with other people and wants to bring other people under the wings of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were. So, a person who does not learn Torah with others, in a certain sense, shows that he does not esteem, does not value the Talmud Torah that of, of, of himself. Conversely, the Gemara in Sukkah says, on the Pasuk that we know from, from that we sing Friday night, the Pasuk of the end of Mishlei, the Torah's Chesed Aloshona. What is Torah's chesed? Torah of loving kindness. The Gemara there says, and what is Torah of loving kindness? What is the difference between Torah of chesed and Torah she'enoshel chesed? The Gemara says, if a person studies Torah for himself, that might be Torah. To the extent that it's learning Torah, it might be considered learning Torah. And we said a person who then would stop and not teach others may be included in what we said in the Gemara in Sanhedrin. But here the Gemara says the, the positive statement. The pe- person who teaches Torah to others, that's called Torah's Chesed. Rav Futner explained in Pachad Yitzchak and Shvuis that when a per- if I would give a person a pair of tefillin to put on, or I would help a person put on tefillin, so I'm fulfilling the mitzvah of, of Gemilas Chesed. But that doesn't change the nature of the mitzvah of tefillin. Whatever mitzvah I do, whatever mitzvah I help someone else do, so there are two different factors. There's a mitzvah, and there's chesed involved. But somehow, teaching Torah to others changes the nature of Torah itself. Teaching Torah to others is Torah's chesed. It's a different concept. It's the Torah of chesed. And we know that when a person does chesed, a person does an act of loving kindness, he's promised by Kaddish Baruch Hu that he'll get back more than he gives. Therefore, we say in Aser to Aser, we say a person should give Maaser. But as a play on words, Chazal explained Aser to Aser, Aser b'svil shetit Give Maaser in order that you should actually become rich. 
And we know the Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch said, you were even allowed to test HaKadosh Baruch And say, I give Tzedakah with the intention, the Gemara says, A person actually makes Ke'ilu, an ultimatum, a deal with HaKadosh Baruch and says, I'm giving Tzedakah with the intention that my son should live. I'm trying, as it were, to bribe HaKadosh Baruch The Gemara says, it's Hareze, Tzedaka Gemur, or I raise the Tzadik Gemur, it's fine. Because we know by Chesed, you get back more than you give, and you're allowed to test HaKadosh Baruch and say, I do give back. Sometimes we don't see that in this world. A person gives Tzedaka and doesn't always see the results. But in Torah's Chesed, when we say learning Torah with others is Torah's Chesed, so we learn from here that you do get back more than you give. And that is somehow more keenly felt in this world. Perhaps that's the real meaning of mitalmida yosa mikulam. I received more from my students than I did from even my rabbis. I know that when I teach Torah to others, I gain personally from them, from the fact, A, that I have to prepare to explain well to them, and B, from the fact that they light me up, they ask questions, they argue, they discuss. So the fact that I'm involved in teaching others, which is Torah's chesed, which is the exclusion uh, to show that I am not chas v'sham included in that idea of Dvar Hashem Baza, but on the other hand, I love Torah enough that I want to share the values with other people, that's included in Torah's chesed. And therefore, So let's now continue with what we started. Avram Avinu, who was known as Avram Oavi, the one who loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he obviously tried to inculcate all his values to Yitzchak. Yitzchak was the physical son of Avraham Avinu. But if we would say, if we say that you teach your son's friend, you're the friend of your son, of your son, if you would teach the friend of your son Torah, it's as if you gave birth to him, Kavachomer, if a person would teach Torah to his own son, which might be a mitzvah by itself, or might be the primary mitzvah of Talmud Torah. And therefore, this is what Avram did. So Avram had a double kiyum. First of all, he was Avram, Yitzhak ben Avram, he fulfilled the mitzvah pur vu. And then we would say also, Avram, holy to Yitzhak, Avram was the spiritual father as well. He fulfilled the mitzvah of inculcating his values, his Torah, to his son Yitzhak.